Thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Imperial Beverage Presents Another Round. I'm here with Jeff, who primarily deals with Sprecher, but he's also an Imperial Beverage employee. Thank you for joining us, Jeff. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. All right. So, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit more about what your role is here at Imperial and Sprecher. You kind of kind of ride that line between the two organizations. Sure. My name is Jeff Napolitano, and I am the field brand manager for Sprecher Brewing. And basically what that means is I have a role where I handle just this one brand, but I am in charge of making sure that the sales are good. I am making sure that the inventory is checked up and all the kegs and the bottles and the cans are in stock, as well as the day-to-day sales, the contact with the, the chains and the account managers and the district managers and, and everything, everything Sprecher uh, is what I handle. Uh, and then I also work as a liaison, kind of as the, the phantom statewide rep that they don't have. I'm working with the, the, uh, the brewery itself, talking to them on a day-to-day basis, following out their plans and and, and what's going on and in uh, managing uh, the sales force through the through the brewery. So it's been a uh, great learning experience and I've been doing this coming up upon, on my uh, first full year doing this. And before that, I was uh, an account manager here with Imperial Beverage and an AMIT before that. Uh, and I just eclipsed my fourth year in the business. That's awesome. Well, we certainly appreciate you being here. <laughs> Uh, Sprecher is a brewery. It doesn't just make soda, uh, but also it didn't start making soda, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I like to tell stories. I like to tell the full story from the beginning. So let's just start there. So Sprecher was started by a man named Randy Sprecher. And basically he grew up and then he went over in the in the service and was stationed over in Bavaria, Germany uh, from 1967 to 1969. And while he was over there, he grew the love for German beer and he decided that he needed to learn how to how to brew it and how to home brew it because he knew, well, once he got home, he might not have the money for imports and import beers. And even if he did, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the level of what he's used to. So he just loved German beer so much that he wanted to uh, learn that. So once he got done with his stint in the service in 1969, during the 70s, he went over to UC Davis in California and learned how to brew, learned how to do all that. And uh, after he finished, he got uh, many job offers, but he ended up taking all of his stuff and moving out to Wisconsin to be the uh, manager of brewing operations for PAPS in 1980. That part of time, and, and still to this day, uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers, you know, it's a, a domestic capital of brewing of the, a nation, or at least at least one of them. And yeah, so he he went and uh, was working for PAPS, but he he missed his style and his kind of his favorite things so he started a brewery in 1985 and that's how sprecher was born and actually 1985 that was the first uh wisconsin craft brewery since prohibition so they are the oldest wisconsin craft brewery since prohibition there's been obviously hundreds and thousands that have popped up over time but they were the first in the original wisconsin craft brewery Okay. So do you know how they got from brewing beer to brewing soda? Yeah. So essentially uh, when he came back in, in Wisconsin, when he was starting this brewing venture, the, there was a fallout in the dairy business. So there was a lot of uh, farms and stuff going down. So he was able to take old dairy equipment and that's how he built his first brewer and his first still and all that stuff to uh, to have it modeled like the ones that he had when he was home brewing over in Germany. 
and he started a brewery. People started to come, and kids started coming. So he's like, I need stuff for the kids. So he ended up, he had an old uh, root beer recipe from when he was in Germany, which uses uh, honey in our as our main ingredient. And uh, there was a fire brew process that, that he had where he gas flames, the brewing for beer and stuff like that. So he ended up brewing sodas the same way. And that kind of, the honey caramelizes into the fire, gives us our, the unique flavor that Sprecher has. And it's been the flavor that they've maintained. They've kept the, the, re- the recipe, all the honey, the secret ingredients, everything over time. So it's really, they use it as a benchmark. Like if, if the batch tastes any different, they won't put it out. Um, that's just the, the way it is. So. Really? So they still use the original recipe after all these years? Yeah. And actually uh, up to when Randy started in 1985, he, you know, he's running a brewery. He can't do everything. So he had to figure out somebody to help run the brewery. So he actually, he took one of uh, someone he knew from UC Davis Craig Burge and he was the brewmaster and actually was the brewmaster all the way up until about a year ago uh, so he was uh, there Sprecher had the same brewmaster for 30 years and now they, they've taken another person who's been in the Wisconsin uh, beer scene and uh, had high positions at, at Leinenkugel and, and some stuff like that over there. Uh, so now Br- Brian Destry is the new brewmaster but they actually had one brewmaster for many many years. Wow. And you mentioned honey. I know just from you know, working here and, and experiencing Sprecher to the degree that I have that honey is the thing. That is that is their highlight. That is that's the focal point of this soda, right? Other than the fact that it is brewed rather than right. Yeah. The yeah the the main two things that uh, you have to remember with with Sprecher is one yes the Wisconsin honey that we use and in you know in the cherries or in the you know we use real real fruits, real, real ingredients. So real sugar, that's where the honey comes from. That's the real sugar. It's none of the fake stuff. So honey is the one thing that you have to remember. It's in a majority of the the Sprecher sodas, but also the fire brew process. So we're the only brewery that fire brews with a gas, with our sodas, just like beer takes you know the whole process between the bottling and everything could take up to 48 hours depending on what what they're brewing or whatever but but yeah we took every every batch is crafted it's a craft soda it's not mass produced and they got people in there making sure that that everything goes according to plan wow very precise so we have a couple of beverages that we're we have here to taste and talk about a little bit but i understand you wanted to talk about like the top five beverages that we sell the the top five that uh, kind of are your staples. Yeah, essentially, essentially there there's a we have a core and root beer is always going to be the king. It's always going to run. It it does more than fifty percent of our sales across any state, across any anything you can think of that you want to cut up the numbers. Root beer is going to dominate anything. But we have a core that has been uh, you know that gains popularity every single year that. More people like just root beer, so we do have we do have a, a couple more. We have a root beer is our number one, our cream soda packed with vanilla, a number two, still made with the the Wisconsin honey. We have orange dream, which is essentially like a orange creamsicle in a glass. Uh, it's got the vanilla, it's got the orange. Uh, it's very popular and is actually uh, still gaining popularity to this day. And then we have a cherry cola. Uh, which is also made with not only with the Wisconsin honey, but Wisconsin has an area sort of similar to Traverse City in Michigan 
called Door County where all their cherry supply comes from. And so our cherry sodas, our cherry cola, and most recently uh, they just broke in with a black cherry flavor. It's been one flavor that Sprecher's never had, but a lot of craft sodas and craft lines, everybody has a black cherry. So now we have a black cherry. It's made with real honey, made with real Wisconsin cherries. So we just really take great pride into real ingredients. And when people drink it, they say, whoa, or, you know, they just like, you know, it really comes out. And that's that's what uh, is able to make us grow in sales every year from 1985, even till today. So I love that you guys use local ingredients to make this. You're not you know, having stuff imported from all the way across the country where you lose some freshness in that process. I mean, there's always the, the one-offs where you have to do stuff like that, but where you can, where you can support the community that you brew in and you have that opportunity to use those local ingredients, that's awesome. That's big. You know, it's proudly on every single box, every single cardboard, four-pack, all the bottles, all the, the, the bottom label and the top label. Uh, we really like to brag about good ingredients and our, our real fire brewed soda. That's awesome. All right, so should we start with the, the root beer or the cream soda, you think? Tried and, we can start with the tried and true winner of the root beer and work our way in. All right. All right, it's a twist top. Good stuff. <laughs> I can hear the fizz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so right off the bat, it looks like root beer. There's nothing particularly like in a glass where there's nothing else, you know, present. It looks like root beer, right? Right. And, you know, it does have a, you know, it gets a little bit uh, frothy on top. But one thing that we do offer to our customers is uh, draft root beer, which is very popular. We have the bottles here. Uh, but bottles, while they were sold in bottles for a long time, are not the only thing that they get sold in anymore. You can buy in a can. Right, you can buy it in uh, in a keg. Actually, multiple sizes of kegs, right? Uh, yeah, we we do have a couple sizes kegs. Really going to be uh, pushing a lot out in the next few months with graduation parties, summer parties, all that kind of stuff. So we do have quarter barrels in in our our root beer, cream soda, and our orange dream, and we have half barrels of our our root beer. Uh, that we offer to our, our customers. And yeah, it's a great, great option for restaurants. Not only can they have a non-alcoholic option that, you know, people can drink out of a mug or a glass or, f- you know, feel like they're at a bar or something like that, but not, you know, drinking alcohol, but it's good for the kids. It's good for desserts, root beer floats. It's good for, you know, you can cocktail it up and put root beer in cocktails and and different kinds of things. So it's got many, many uses, a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, root beer in and of itself is a very versatile beverage, right? Uh, you know, but the option of a keg means that graduation parties, you can just set up a keg and, and, you know, you don't have to worry about age restrictions, whatever, and you will have enough to be able to take care of your party. But if you wanted to throw... Some kind of, uh, you know, a, a root beer float party or, you know, something that's summer oriented where you're going to have kids, 4th of July, stuff like that. If you want to offer that, you can have a super high quality root beer to go along with whatever you're going to add it to. Yeah, super easy. You're going to go out, you're going to get six different 12 packs of soda or whatever for a different party or everything. This is just a cool one-stop shop. Great taste, great stuff. Yeah, and the, the the keg portion is a, it does a great bit of our sales. We even have a uh, account called the Root Beer Barrel in Saugatuck, Michigan, Douglas, Michigan, that is just a barrel out of the ground that sells nothing but Sprecher root beer all summer long. And it doesn't matter if you show up there at Saturday afternoon or Tuesday at three o'clock and at p.m. There's going to be a, a line of fifteen people there waiting to get their 
gourmet hot dogs and uh, Kraft's Record Root Beer. That's fabulous. That's awesome. Now, tasting this root beer, right, uh, you can definitely taste the honey. Right it right up. It is honey forward, and uh, it's crisp. That's one of the things that I find really interesting about it. I'm not a stranger to root beer, right? That's It's kind of like the American beverage, right? You, you grow up in, in America. At some point, you're going to taste you know, root beer. Uh, but this tastes like root beer HD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, people think you know, a lot, that's a lot of that's a good way to put it, because a lot of people either who haven't had it before or, you know, are stuck in their root beer ways. Like root beer is a funny soda where people are like, you know, just like beer, just like wine, like people like their root beers and they like the, they like their certain root beers and they don't like their certain root beers and they have they have it's a, it's a thing. So uh, so, yeah, so us being, uh, you know, fire brewed, the only one that does that we use real honey the honey caramelizes into the brew that creates a whole nother flavor in itself and uh and it's just in a league of its own so that's that's been a great thing where people can try it and be like you know just taste something totally different even though root beer is you know a root beer is a root beer is a root beer at least the the naked eye you would say but but it, it gets a lot deeper than that so right now when you when you open it and you pour it it looks like root beer but tasting it it uh it kind of it it really hits like it is it lands uh so we'll go ahead and move forward to the uh the cream soda here uh, we were just talking before we started here the label on the front has got this b on it and it's uh you know a lot of these look like hand-drawn designs but this one you said there was something significant about this yes so uh so randy sprecher was the person who uh founded the brewery and had it all the way up until 2020 late late 2019 early 2020 and ended up selling the brewery to a local investment company uh headed by uh sharad shada uh who is the owner and operator of it uh currently uh but they kept on keisha sprecher who was a daughter of randy and grew up in the business grew up in the brewery and kept her on as the vice president and actually um i learned that she was actually the original uh designer of the cream soda bottle with the bees and the and the, the cream soda uh really showing off the honey and everything like that but this is a a classic uh logo that that has lasted throughout the years and uh the daughter of the and now vice president of the company was responsible for that one they have their own image and graphic design department just like imperial beverage does and they a lot of times send me ideas and it comes out great just like our our division but this was one that uh she was able to do and it stuck over time that's awesome all right this one's a little bit clearer as you would expect a cream soda to be definitely smells like cream yeah and again honey forward but it's really smooth and it doesn't leave like a chalky taste in your mouth like it, it feels like you're just riding the cream out yeah a lot of cream sodas are kind of um maybe maybe a little over carbonated or or have yeah do too much with the with the flavor uh but our cream sodas made with the real wisconsin honey real vanilla and those kind of combinations uh really really smooth out and one of the top rated and uh, one of our best sellers is, is the cream soda as well. Always has been and uh, will continue to be. Well, and I think Sprecher on its own is is really great as a drinkable soda on its own. But this would make a, a fabulous mixer to be able to add this to something. I mean, it seems like these are very versatile beverages. Yeah, vanilla. Uh, yeah, with, with the vanilla. And I mean, I've heard our root beer goes really well with Irish whiskeys. Our cream soda can be... 
uh, mixed with any kind of uh, rum or anything that you know brings the van- that needs that vanilla. You know, obviously our fruit sodas can go with you know flavored vodkas or or whatever. So it's a it's a thing that you know you can enjoy as a a five year old. You know, just happy to be drinking a bottle with dad, and and you can enjoy as a dad with throwing you know making it your own or even just having a soda. So I love that things to make sense to remember about this. It was family owned and founded. Uh, They created a a whole new way of brewing soda here. First craft brewery in Wisconsin, right? Using local ingredients, uh, local honey, local cherries. And and with the, the purchase of the company from the larger organization, they've become bigger. They've put a whole bunch of focus on brand recognition. So when you see it, it's there. I mean, Sprecher is becoming more and more and more of a household name uh, across the country, not just not just the Midwest anymore. <clears throat> Are there any new projects that Sprecher is working on or anything new that you'd like to talk about that the organization's doing? Yes. So uh, so like, I, like I've just been kind of talking about, just touched on a couple of times, uh, the, the brewery was sold to a, a local investment group in 2020. They appreciate everything they kept the family business they they went through the the direction but they wanted to kind of blow it up and innovate it and make it a little different so before that they had 35 years of uninterrupted glass they never run out of glass they've always had the glass bottles but glass bottles are, are great until they're not. They're great until you want to put them in a patio. They're great until you want to put them in the golf course. Then they get a little bit, we got to have different avenues. So since then, they've been working on innovations of, of, of trying to modernize and simplify, but but make it better. So they've added a 16-ounce can that, that Imperial Beverage is not only grasped upon, but we've become uh, the top distributor of the 16-ounce can in the in the country um, because of just the accessibility of of Michigan and soda lovers and just boats and lakes and and everything like that and gas stations we've been able to uh, to really really put a, a footmark in and it's been um, an amazing innovation that, that that just keeps has a life of its own and and keeps keeps growing and growing I'm just trying to maintain at this point <laughs> yeah no absolutely well that that makes a lot of sense we have a, a ton of lakes a ton of water sports water activities and cans are typically more acceptable in water you know in a pool or a lake or something it's easier to uh, to justify that than trying to take a glass bottle out there because it makes sense there's with glass bottles you can end up with broken glass yada yada but exactly um, the bottle the bottle's never going to go away it's it's a classic it's it's a staple in the industry like people if they see that they're not going to think it's anybody else but Sprecher but we can't always do it so now we have the answer to the negative the oh but wait there's more kind of thing so whether they need it in glass or whether they need it in cans or whether they need it in keg, we can service anyone anyone's needs. Well, it adds to the versatility of the beverage for sure. So does the organization have any social media accounts or, yeah, I mean, they've got a website? Yeah, they do have a website. They do have, uh, so Sprecher, you know, you can look up Sprecher uh, Brewing uh, on their website. Uh, they do have all the information on all their sodas, not only their sodas, but their beers and their, you know, more information on that. They do have a few uh, socials and they do post every now and then on different stuff. Um, so, and there, there was most recently on uh, 414 is area code of Milwaukee. They, they do a 414 day. Uh, which was just you know last month, April fourteenth. So I think they uh, you know they they have a big run down there, and they they, they have a, a big celebration, and they had some posts about that and stuff. So uh, they have posted recently. 
YouTube, Facebook, Google, anything you can you can find uh, any information. Very you know up to thirty states now, so very very accessible brand. I love it. I love it. Thank you very much for joining us today, Jeff. And next time maybe we'll talk about some of the other uh, the other the other sub brands that Sprecher has. Uh, Green River and uh, was it Caruso's? Yeah, we have yeah. So uh, with with this expansion and with uh, with you know growing, uh, not only is it growing internally, but it's taking on new projects and taking on uh, new adventures. So not only do we have the Sprecher brand uh, control of, but they have access control of the the Whit Beverage Company and the old Goose Island sodas and WBC and the old uh, Green Green River sodas out of out of the Midwest. And in uh, Caruso uh, Italian style sodas, also from the Whip Beverage Company. So it's quite a lot of stuff. There's uh, a lot of stuff on the uh, on the horizon, uh, always always evolving and uh, and growing. So yeah, who knows what happens next? We might have to make this a, a, a series of episodes. So uh, yeah, I can't wait to try those. <laughs> I, I I saw the Green River stuff when they had that big social media blow up when they were making uh, Green River floats uh, on TikTok, and I thought it was super cool. And I. Just haven't gotten around to trying it yet. I yeah. know that they were super, super big on uh, St. Patty's Day because they are green as all get out. The Green River Soda is is the greenest soda you could possibly get. <laughs> uh, they're like, what does it taste like? It tastes green. They to tell you. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, yeah, it's it's been great. Uh, you know, Chicago they dye the river green every single year, and this is a a soda from from the Chicago land area that had popularity um, started in 1919, so the prohibition time and uh pre-prohibition i'm sorry and then after prohibition um just didn't hold its leg against coke but it has a, a great great story great history that we can we can talk about another day uh an amazing innovation and uh the greenest soda you'll ever see i can't wait <laughs> thank you again so much jeff we appreciate your time and coming on here and sharing this knowledge with us and we appreciate you for listening thank you very much for tuning in uh, for another round presented by imperial beverage Until next time, cheers.